When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, we're recording a, a tripe supper with a difference this week, given the fact there's only two of us and uh, and Phil's not here. He's, he's been given a week off, hasn't he, Vic? He's been dropped because he's not as good as he thinks he is. <laughs> uh, so if there's just the two voices, that's why. Uh, I'll try and talk a little bit more than I normally do as well to make up for the fact Phil's not here. We're looking ahead to uh, Borough's fixtures in the running and, and also the fixtures of the rivals. It's, it's hotting up at the top and every team seems to be hitting a rich vein of form at the minute uh, last night proved that, sorry, uh, this is the day after uh, Borough have beat Bolton, so last night proved that in the fact that everyone won um, and it just shows, doesn't it, that there is no room for a slip up at the minute. It's been incredible uh, the the consensus going into the, the new year was that one or two of them were going to drop away, Bre- Brentford were going to drop away and Bournemouth couldn't sustain it because they've got a small squad uh, but whether it's because the quality at the bottom half of the division is poor or not, I don't know, but everyone is just grinding out results and picking up points and it seems that the, everyone has the same kind of momentum but also has the same slip-ups I mean obviously on the night of the Bolton match that was a huge win three points uh, on a night when seven out of the top eight all won One. that would have been a night when you, you could have maybe stolen a march on your rivals mm. and everyone won yet on the Saturday having lost to Leeds uh, when, when there was a chance there to open a gap you know, everyone was gutted and went home and sat and watched Sky Sports, and all the results went, went the right way. way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was possibly more tense watching the results on the afternoon elsewhere than I actually was at the match. Uh, and I think it's going to be like that now, right the way through. Uh, clearly, there isn't the kind of runaway leader that we saw with Leicester, and there isn't really a top three or four breaking away. No, I was going to say, it is literally one to seven, isn't it? Even Wolves are dragging the way back into yeah. it. I mean, I know they've just had the, the touching distance, but they're still there, aren't they? They'll certainly still be looking up at the top six. It, it's really scary, that you, you, although so far the results have gone our way, the weeks we've slipped, other people have. You know that it will only take one week for you to have a bad week and two of the three teams behind you to win. And suddenly you're going to have like four teams on the same number of points. And playing catch-up as well. I think that's the thing, isn't it? Because you look at um, suddenly Ipswich and even Bournemouth. Bournemouth, who've kind of set the pace throughout, now find themselves in a position where they've they've got to win games because they're three, four points behind. I mean, for them it must be mentally mentally tough because they've led from the front and they've been the the punters' favourites. They're great stories, a lovely fairy tale. Uh, And suddenly they've lost a couple, they've drawn a couple... And now they're out of the automatic spots and they've got a, a crew of people right behind them and, and they will have a sweat on. Uh, I think they are mentally being tested now in a way they haven't all season. In some ways, Borough's position is probably quite advantageous in that we, we have been chasing the, the top two for a long time and suddenly in an automatic spot... Mm. Uh, just the right time, really, I suppose. And it, it was funny, I think, well, not funny, but the, you know, the, the mood after the Leeds game, it almost seemed like a blow to, to have dropped to second. Absolutely. Which, was, which, is, which is, you know, it's a credit to, to what the team have achieved this season, isn't it? Oh, that that is, you know. the, the previous week, when we were at Birmingham, uh, if you remember, 
the fact that we kicked off gave us the point and, and we were suddenly one point ahead. Uh, and someone tweeted halfway through the second half, uh, oh no, if Borough don't win this, they'll slip as low as joint top. And that is, it's a fair point. It is so tight. Uh, the stakes are higher than I can ever remember. And the tension now, I, I don't think the tension is going to let up. And in some ways that's a bad thing because the tension in the ground is almost unbearable mm. and it must have some effect on the, on the players. Pitch. I mean, the players have, have said, oh, no, we're focused, we're only looking at the game and that, but I think it, you'd have to be not human not to have picked up on the jitters last night. Yeah, yeah. And the um, Norwich, you want to talk about Norwich, they're kind of the, the team on everyone's lips at the minute. And Alex Neal, he was a bit of a, he was a bit of a bizarre appointment, wasn't he? Young, man, no real experience. Um, are they the team to watch, do you think? I think on form, I, I think they've won six in a row, six yeah. out of seven, and they've closed the gap rapidly and now they're they're only th- sort of three four points behind there's one win away uh, and I suppose it's good news that they play in Ipswich on on Sunday in the old farm derby uh, yeah I think they are the team to watch because when you've got a bit of momentum ar- uh, around you you can rapidly close a gap or you should be able to but given the current pace that's not necessarily the case uh, I mean Borough slip, slip up against Leeds was regarded as a a wobble almost. Mm. Yeah, they'd won the five before that. Yeah, and I think as well, um, the the thing I took from the Leeds game is if if you know you draw with Birmingham and then you get beat at Leeds and you're garbage, uh, you know that, that's when it's a blip. But it, I thought the first half was arguably the best they've been at the Riverside all season. It's not a blip when you play to that level of performance, is it? It shows that the effect isn't having. Sorry, the 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 impact of the pressure has been on the players. I think it's just a. It was just one of those days. I think I, against Leeds. Wasn't I, it? I think so. I mean, if you were winning one, losing one, drawing one, winning two, uh, you know, then you'd think, well, there's no coherence there. Mm. But in fact, since Christmas, I think Borough have won eight, drawn three, lost one. And that's not bad form. And uh, I mean, we had got in the Gazette uh, a couple of days ago, you, we did that projected table, which, which shows that if current form exists, mm. uh, main, is maintained, points per game ratio, then Borough would finish second. Second. And comfortably second yeah. behind Derby. Uh, obviously, form doesn't no. work like that. And also, a factor is uh, who are you playing? At what stage of the season? I mean, I've I've got a list here. We'll have a quick scan through it yeah, if you want. Yeah. Uh, it's the the teams that all the rest of the top eight have to play, and uh, Borough have six of the top eight still to play, which makes it a very big ask. And obviously, Borough fans are panicking about the the week of destiny. Mm. But other teams are in a similar position. Derby have got five of the top uh, top eight to play, and four of those games are in a row. Then they have a one-match gap, and then they play another one. Right. So if we've got a week of destiny, they've got a, they've got a month of destiny. Yeah, over a month of it, yeah. Uh, they, play, they play Norwich, then Borough, then Wolves, then Watford in succession. And you've got to say, if they come through that unbeaten, yeah. or having you know, one, two, Drawn, even if you yeah, lose one, if, yeah. you, if you win three and lose one, and come through that with a decent points haul, you've got to say that they will probably think that they're entitled to one yeah. of the top spots. Borough's week of destiny, obviously, is Ipswich at home, then Derby and Bournemouth away. And that's that's a big ask. Yeah. Uh, again, if you come through that week unbeaten, and if you can if you can 
beat one of your opponents, uh, then that would be a very, very good week's work. Would three draws be a...? I think it would depend on how close the rest of the pack were. Yeah, it's what, that's the thing. It's the fact everyone Pitting, elsewhere. I mean, it could it? be, you know, it could be like a, a death cuddle almost <laughs> if, if you drew with Derby because that does the favours for everyone else. Yeah. And while you might be quite smug that you've taken points off, off Derby or, or uh, Bournemouth or whatever, it could also open the door to someone else having a, a, a timely push. Well, we had that with Bournemouth Derby, didn't we, when they when Yeah. Uh, I did think initially a couple of weeks ago that that three draws would be enough. I think you're probably looking at a win in two draws to be a mm. good week's work. Yeah. Two wins and a defeat, depending on who you lose to, I suppose. I mean, mm. You don't want to be losing in a position that uh, allows someone to leapfrog you. And then I think <coughs> Borough's running after that. There's some intermittent games, but we've got Watford, Wolves, and what is now looking like a quite an ominous clash with Norwich. Yeah. Uh, Ipswich have got six left. They've got to play Norwich on Saturday, which is a big one for them. And then Brentford, then we have a week off, then Borough and Watford back-to-back. So that is a testing spell for them. Yeah. And I think Ipswich's form, I mean, hasn't, it hasn't a little dipped, bit, it's gone it? slightly off the board. Yeah. I think they've struggled uh, and are just about getting through games. But it's that time of the year, we're yeah. all doing that. Uh, Watford have a week of destiny. They play Ipswich, Derby and Borough in a row. So that would probably test them. Watford a funny one because you know everyone's concentrated on the top three, and but they're not going away, are they? Not at all, and and they look they they play good football. They score goal at the minute. They've got Igalio who's banging the yeah. left right centre at the minute. So you know whenever we do the factor, you know we weigh up the factors of, of the running. We, we tend to forget Watford, mm. and I, I think they're definitely still very much in the mix. I have kind of mentally written off Wolves uh, they keep on catching back up with the playoff pack and then losing a couple and yeah. drifting away so there's a question mark over their consistency and they've got five of the, the, the top uh, eight to play including Borough Derby and Bournemouth and Ipswich so they, they play all the top four does, so that's testing for them there's usually a team who come in <clears throat> you know from nowhere right at the end of the season is there no chance of that happening this year do you think are other teams outside the top eight Below Wolves, too far out. Uh, the, there are teams whose forms just picking up. I mean, Blackburn are just roundabout, uh, and uh, well, Leeds were the form team at one point. Leeds have got they? Leeds have got a fifteen point gap to make up. It'd be good to think that they did because we played them now. So yeah. any damage they inflict on the rest is very welcome. Uh, I can't see anyone else really. No. For I mean, Forest appear to be in good form, and that's good news for us because they've got to play two or three of the others as well. So, you know, tactical support for everyone else. That's great. <laughs> we'll take it. Uh, obviously, we've got Forest to play ourselves at some point. Uh, so we don't want them to be getting too far ahead of themselves. No. I think there will be still a lot of bloodletting. You know, we know how it can be on one, one particular weekend. If, you know, if everyone wins and you don't, mm. that's really going to put the pressure on. There's going to be fair. I mean, that, that was the thing I think with the Leeds defeat. You, you, you think it's the end of the world at the moment, don't you? But then when you see the results on the afternoon, you realise that there are going to be twists and turns. There's however many games left. It's not, you know, no team is going to win every game from now to the end of the season. It's damage limitation, isn't it, when you do suffer those defeats? And it's, it's the ability to bounce back, as Borough have demonstrated on God knows how many occasions this year. I think Bolton twice now, six points that 
could prove to be pivotal six points because yeah. it was the uh, reaction from the Leeds defeat the first time and again the second time. That shows, doesn't it, that the players are still, as we've said throughout, pulling in the same direction. And also, I mean, it wasn't the prettiest of games, but you know, it's a vital part of the promotion skill set is being able to stand up to a team that's going to try and bully you. Mm. Uh, you know, there was no football involved on, from Bolton last night. It was long ball stuff. Uh, very much room one, <coughs> find the head of the big man. Uh, and although it was hard work at times, I think maybe our own perceptions, the fact that we were so tense, perhaps made it appear a lot harder than it, it was on yeah. the field because for all the balls into the box and the flick-ons, they didn't actually create any test cut. the keeper. No. There was one or two that were straight at him from angles and one into the side netting. But they didn't actually create anything, yet everyone in the, the stadium was having palpitations and reaching mm. for the Mogadon. <laughs> that, I think, is, you know, that, that, that perception that fans have sometimes makes things appear a lot more difficult than they actually are to the yeah. players. And also, I think we have to remember, you know, we have this tunnel vision. We're only concerned about Borough. We only see what Borough are doing. And we say, oh, no, Borough are wobbling. The, they've lost their shape. They're dropping points. Every other set of fans in the country are saying exactly the same, same thing. thing. Um, imagine what Bournemouth fans are saying yeah. right now. Ipswich. They think they've blown it. Yeah. They will be squealing about it. They, they think they've blown it. Uh, Derby had a wobble. Despite having brought in Benton and Ince, uh, they brought those two in. And I think in the six games they've played together, they've only won two. Although they've scored a lot of goals. Uh, but they, will, they've had the, they had their wobble. They lost one. They drew one. And then they came from behind against Rotherham in, in midweek from yeah. 3-1 down and got a draw. And sometimes that kind of point is a massive boost because it shows a bit of steel and a bit of determination. Yeah. And I think Borough fans should remember that we did something similar. We were awful at Birmingham last week. We were down to 10 men and we, we clawed it back and, and got a really important point. And it's that kind of steel and determination that gives a team self-belief that gets you through this. And it's, a, it's an awkward time of the year and everyone says the players aren't, perhaps the rhythm's gone. But everyone's like that. You know, We've just gone through this fixture bomb of seven games in yeah. 21 days. Everyone's done that. Some teams have only played six, but that's still a big ask. Yeah, it's still a flurry, so isn't it? So nobody is playing flowing football. Uh, nobody is gripping this league by the throat. And I think we should take strength from that. I think the fans should take strength from that. At the other end, then, we've kind of looked at you know the promotion rivals who are playing each other. You know, come the end of the year, we've still got Rotherham to play. We've still got Brighton to play. We've still got Fulham to play. No um, you know, teams who are fighting for their lives. You come the end of the season, they can be just as difficult, can't they, as, as playing teams around you? They have been. In the, that's been Borough's Achilles heel mm. in the past. Uh, that was one of the chief ingredients of typical Borough yeah. you know we, last year we lost to Barnsley uh, the year before that we lost to Bristol City <coughs> yeah. you know we, we lost to Millwall. Doncaster I think was two points it's, was it last year it's... That, that is again it's about mental toughness isn't it and throughout this season we've seen that Aitor Karanka has systematically gone through the list of things that are supposedly typical Borough the hoodoos and he's, he's broken them one by one. One by one. You know, we never win it after Christmas, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> never win in front of cameras, never win in front of a big crowd, never win after you've won the Manager of the Month award. Uh, if he can keep on smashing those hoodoos, 
and then we'll see a maybe we'll see a more ruthless approach. Uh, I mean, one of the the big problems under Tony Mowbray was that he would accommodate, he would change his tactics to to uh, accommodate the, the the visiting team. I don't think Itor will do that. No. I think Itor will tell them, you know, be ruthless, yeah. get this game won, put them to the side. Yeah, and that would perhaps calm some of the nerves that have, that have been bubbling through the cracks in our mentality as well. The um, I mean, we just mentioned the last couple of games of the season. It's Fulham, uh, then Brighton. Obviously, there was the response to the Fulham game that still could be televised. That will be March the sixteenth when when they confirm that. You, you do almost. I know that the typical Borough, but you don't want to be playing a team on the last day who need a point to no, survive. Do you? you want you do want Fulham and Brighton to be clear by then, don't you? Yeah. I mean, be, we, we've been been through that before. Mm. Only need to beat Leicester. Only need to beat Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. You know we've been there, and that's it's not a nice, a nice feeling. Uh, it would be nice to wrap it up in Fulham in front of ten thousand fans because they don't get them a big crowd, yeah. and then have a promotion procession for the last home game. That would be great. Somehow, I don't think this season's going to work <laughs> no, out like no. that. You think it's going to go right to the wire uh, then, think, in terms of top two and top six? Yeah, I think so. I, I think the way it's shaping up, unless someone now puts on a spectacular. Uh, run of games and looking at the fixtures that are, that are coming up that that one seems very unlikely yeah it's going to be tough for any team isn't it so. I think we'll, I think people will blow up for the simple reason that most people have got relatively small squads and that gives us a slight li- bit of leeway we've got a luxury there you know, we do have the 23-24 players who you trust in the first team I don't think everyone has that No, that doesn't mean that the players who come in aren't going to excel because they know what the stakes are. I mean, that's that's football. But I do think that is a tick in, in a box in our favour. Uh, and I have I have confidence in, in Karanka. I, I think he's created a, a, a squad there, a set-up there from top to bottom that has a winning mentality. And I think everything in the club is totally focused on that. Uh, very briefly, Sheffield Wednesday on Saturday, obviously there's the... Uh the ghost goal that the club will want to put right, won't they? It's uh, it's a tough place to go, isn't it, Hillsborough? It has been, yeah. Over recent years, I mean, I I don't know how long I've been covering the club, but I don't remember many wins there. <laughs> uh, and it does seem to be a place where we come away feeling a sense of injustice. Uh, that one last year was it was a, a cracking shot by by Butterfield, and when the keeper clawed it back over. He was laughing. He knew he'd got away with it. (laughs) And after the match, he was telling his local press, you know, I can't believe that. (laughs) And he was openly openly laughing about it. That's how blatant it was. And that does give you a real burning sense of injustice. Uh, Quite a lot of the players who were here now were in that match. And I think they will think we owe you one. And also, I think, the Sheffield Wednesday game here mm. at the start of the season was a, an important match because I think that was the game where Borough were bullied out by a very direct team and I think that was the point where Karanka said, look, that's not going to happen again. The front two caused us all sorts of They were, and they? they were very limited mm. and we've seen throughout the season since then that they're not, they're not, we knew on the night they weren't a great team, yeah. to be honest. It was very basic stuff but Borough couldn't cope with it. But now I think they can. Uh, so yeah, we we owe them not just one. We owe them two. We owe them for two relegations there. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> with, 
we don't need much fuel going into that game. <laughs> oh, brilliant, that'll wrap things up. As ever, shameless plug alert, we'll be live on the blog from 2pm on Saturday as Borough take on Chef Wed. Uh, and we'll be back for next week's Tribe Supper with, with a Mr Talentire. I think we'll, if he does well in the reserves, <laughs> if he's showing the right attitude in training, then he we'll bring may, him back we in. may get him back. Cheers, thanks for listening. <laughs>